love this podcast? Support us by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Hit the link in the episode description to support us now. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Welcome back. We are back from break for remakes, reboots, and revivals. We're so happy to be back. Although, there is something a little different about today's episode. Uh, today, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am not joined by Rolando because, unfortunately, Rolando is on sick leave. <laughs> but I am joined by Eddie Z. Hey, everybody. Uh, you don't have to worry about Rolando, guys. He will be back next week, you know, so don't worry. Just enjoy you know, sans Rolando for now. So it's been a while. I think the last episode we had was the last week of March. And here we here we are right in May. And I feel like, I don't know about you, Eddie, but I feel like there's a lot that's happened in terms of, of media. Um, and I can't wait to talk about it. But first, because there's so much been going on with media, you know, let's do the question that we always ask. What have you been watching, reading, listening to? You know, anything that you just want to share and highlight with the audience? I made a list. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I made a list. There is so much good stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. There, there's actually been some good stuff and some uh, not so great stuff, but I watched it because, you know, <laughs> I uh, didn't want to miss it. Absolutely. So, first of all, what I... what what was a, a very pleasant surprise uh, was a recent Netflix drop of a, sh- of a show, a season, first season of a graphic novel that was turned into um, a show called Heartstoppers. Wow, I've never heard of this. What is it oh about? Oh my God, what do you mean? It's, it's, it's beautiful, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a coming of age uh, love story of of uh, kind of two young boys um, in high school, and um, it's about identity. It's about courage. Uh, it's about friendship, and you know, found family. Uh, it is a very I don't want to say sweet, uh, but definitely it 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 does pull on your heartstrings and. Uh, and it is not like I would say very uh, saccharine mm. in watching, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things. It's like, oh, this is just like beautiful. Just this is like beautiful and hopeful. Yeah, uh, I very much uh, enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed the this this very um, falling in love of of these these two friends mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. I'm actually starting it again. Oh, really? Because <clears throat> it's so good. Uh, so I'm actually starting it again. That's uh, that's so sweet. And I wrapped up season two of Picard. Mm. You know, we had covered we had covered season one. Yeah, we did. Oh. Um, Does it get not, better? No, not very excited about it. Oh, no. Not. I watched it because I love these characters, and uh, I've been really kind of want to talk about it. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I, I did not enjoy it. The, yeah. the overall end, there, there was, there, there was, it wasn't a, re- a redeeming moment, but definitely there was a beautiful ending 
that I was like, oh my God, why did it take so long to get to get me to this point? Mm, Yeah, this is just like, this is where this is, this is, this is the core of what, what it is, what the story should have been about. Um, But they already are filming um, season two. They invited basically most of the whole cast of the original uh, Next Generation crew. Oh, wow. Season two or season three? It's going to be season three, sorry. So they wrapped up season two, filming season three, probably filmed it at the same time they're filming season two, and most of the the cast will be, the original cast from The Next Generation will be in in this coming season. Wow. Now that's exciting. I mean, they're like, they're dragging it out all the way for season three for that to happen, you know, so guaranteeing the viewership. I even saw Lincoln who was on the episode, you know, and he's a writer and an avid Star Trek, Star Trek fan, but that he's also not pleased with the writing. Of no, he's show. been posting like crazy yeah. about it. <laughs> and um, yeah, I've been like, yeah, I agree. One of those rare moments. I was like, wow, I agree with you, Lincoln. I, I guess it's like when you're a Trekkie, you know, when you really, really love this show, you know, it, it is kind of heartbreaking. Oh yeah. It's, it's a heartbreak. And sometimes you're, and also as a Trekkie, you're, you're, I feel like, um, you can forgive, mm. you know, mm-hmm. you can forgive certain things, you can overlook certain things. It, it just, it just, um, I feel like with, with such an awesome cast, I w- the story didn't live up to the epicness that this cast brings. Mm. It's the presence that they bring. I just felt like, uh, they yeah, needed, they, they needed a, a bigger space, you know, and, and I felt like this didn't do it. I mean, the first season was so epic, and then this season was so. Wow. Um, and of course, I'm not a big fan of time travel um, as, a, as a plot device. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big <clears throat> fan of it at all. Um, I mean, once in a while, I was like, oh, this is cool. But um, when it comes to Star Trek, no, I'm just like, oh, I hate, I hate, they never seem to do t- um, time travel. Yeah. Oh, wait, I have a question. Uh, I was, is Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban your least favorite Harry Potter because of the time travel elements? Or? Um... Uh, no, I think that's fun. You know, that's some 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 things I'm forgiving about, like those kind of things. Those Back to the Future. I'm I'm a big fan of Back to the Future, um, but so, sometimes it's like let's re, you know the whole like let's we save the universe. We have to repair the past. Mm. I'm like uh, yeah, yeah, I get that for sure. I like to have fun with my fantasy because that's why it's fantasy. Yeah, for me sometimes. But. But then when you're a trackie, you're like, ah, oh, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense because in season six of like TNG, they did a time travel thing. And that set the standard for this time travel. They're not following the same rules, you know? Yeah. And that's that's also the problem with the massive fandom is they know more than the people involved in making mm-hmm. these shows. So, well, yeah. All right. Anything else? Um, one last thing also in the vein of Star Trek. The new, um, actually, I have to do a little more research. Was this a reboot of the very first Star Trek before there was Captain James Kirk? Mm. There was Captain Chris Pike. Um, so uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds has started, oh. um, which I am very excited about. I saw the first episode beautiful the way it's filmed the colors i just love it um the fact that the cast i'm not 
just throwing off an arbitrary number here. But the fact that the cast of the, the of the crew looks like it's like 65 to 75% women oh. and women of color, it's amazing. I'm a big fan. The crew definitely looks. Yeah. Uh, definitely reflects that diversity uh, nice. through and through. Um, yeah, I'm really, really excited. I'm excited about that. So, saw this first season. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the question. I've been watching the show. Is it a remake? Is it a reboot? You know, like, how does it qualify? And I, too, have been watching a lot of stuff where I'm like, huh, is this something that we could cover? I went and I saw in theaters the last, the latest Fantastic Beast one. And I'm like, does Fantastic Beasts, you know, qualify for this podcast? You know, like, it's not a remake and it's not a reboot. Is it a revival? Harry Potter hasn't been gone that long, technically, to me at least, you know. It was from the last Deathly Hallows to the first Fantastic Beast, so only five years, you know. But they are trying to revive the Harry Potter. I don't know. Um, I There's a show coming out that it's like, do we cover this? Do we not cover it? We've never tackled Star Wars before, but Obi-Wan is coming out, which seems to kind of be a direct follow-up to Revenge of the Sith. Is that a revival of that particular story? Um, I don't know. It's just, I wonder, you know, what our, what our listeners would think too. You know, maybe they could tell us, yes, it is. And we want you guys to cover it too. Because does that mean then we have to cover the entire Star Wars, you know, catalog? of like all the movies and all the TV shows. Cause that's a lot. Maybe I'll pass. Yeah. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> you, you would be like pass. Yeah. For me personally, I'd be like, but there's all these other movies I could be watching. Um, and speaking of watching the movies, you know, this April, like I said, there are so many original movies that came out in the movie theater and movie theaters are slowly making their way back. Uh, you know, the Batman had a very, very successful opening night and opening weekend when it came out box office wise. So did other films like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, randomly. Um, even like The Lost City, the Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum movie, which is a loose remake of Romance in the Stone, I feel like, you know, that did very well. And it's now on Paramount Plus. Uh, the Doctor Strange movie did incredibly well, you know? So going to the movies is somewhat back. And there's a movie that came out that I want to highlight. It's an independent movie that's just they, I think they just announced, too, that it's, like, the highest grossing independent movie ever, which is called Everything Everywhere All at Once. So when it comes out and it's available, y'all are coming over for a movie night because this movie is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. My big thing that I keep telling everyone is that I laughed, I cried, I was entertained, and I was inspired. And to get all of that from, you know, a movie about the metaverse <laughs> and like a family that owns a laundromat, I think in like middle America, it's just, it's what original good storytelling and good filmmaking can do. And we just have not had that. Um, and then, yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. That's something that I watched that has been a standout so far. I think it's the best film of 2022. And uh, reading wise, I've, I've read a book recently called Zeroville, which is about uh, a, a man who travels to, Hollywood in the 1960s and it's kind of like this made up guy who like exists and, and, and interacts with all these different film people so for me it's like it was my heaven I was just like oh he's got a picture of Montgomery Clift and Elizabeth Taylor tattooed on his head and he gets upset whenever anyone thinks it's James Dean <laughs> like this is this book is made for me um so yeah so those are some of the things that we would definitely recommend 
for, for our wonderful listeners. But it's been a while since we've done this. So I hope we have some long-term listeners who's going to know what I mean when I say, let's get some news, 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 wow. news. Wow. <laughs> it's been a long time, right? That's a long time. <laughs> um, it's May. We got some like seven more months left of the year, typically six, whatever. Uh, and there's just so much content and they're, and they're releasing even more. I think even though originality is back, unoriginality is still here to stay. Uh, so Eddie's been wanting to give us some news for a bit, and I really wanted to, you know, with Rolando Gun, get this platform. So Eddie, let's get some news. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> um, oh my God. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I mean, it definitely comes to mind, um, which I'm excited about because I was a big fan of the show, even though it was about time travel. <laughs> I was a big fan. Uh-huh. Uh, Quantum Leap. I never watched this show. 1989, Scott Bakular steps into the quantum accelerator as as Sam Beckett, Dr. Sam Beckett, and um, disappears. And the whole premise of this show is that he is leaping through his own timeline, so he doesn't go further. That further, he can't exceed further from when he before he was born. Um, so he's leaping throughout different points in time. Um, he leaps into a person's persona, takes on their look, right? Uh-huh. And, and kind of like writes a wrong, something that's happened. And this sends out like the butterfly effect that ripples throughout the timeline and makes the timeline better. Wow. Makes the future better. So that's the goal. That's the goal for him. He has always has a mission because it seems that he can't leap out of that person's body until he completes, supposedly, until he completes. And, yeah. That, like a closure kind of a thing or? Oh, sometimes it's, it's. I mean, it, it, sometimes it could be, I'm just trying to think. There was a, the one episode that popped into my head was helping, uh, helping, helping, I think, this woman or his girlfriend um, study for the bar. And he reminds her of something that should be on the exam, which mm. she had totally forgot and wasn't planned to study. Okay. So because he reminds her, she ends up studying that thing, passes the bar, and ends up being a judge in the future um, that will save his... Um, his time travel project. Ah, interesting. One one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, Yeah, so um, it's also a buddy show. His his partner, um, his partner who's in the present appears to him as a hologram and kind of guides him through the situation that he's in. Like lets him know like, he always has like this pad and the pad is always telling, okay, this is the probability. If you do this and this and that, this may be the outcome. Yeah. Or it gives them the history of the person that this person had passed away um, mysteriously or something had happened to this person. Hmm. And so he writes the wrong. All right. So this is supposed to be a reboot, but I think it's more of a revival because it's like this, this new show picks mm-hmm. up 30 years after he disappears in the, in the time machine. And a new crew, new crew of time travelers are trying to figure out the mystery. Oh. Uh, what happened to him and his whole project 
Wow. So, Is he attached? Uh, I'm not sure. Possibly. Mm, okay. Possibly. But I do heard that uh, NBC picked up uh, a season. Wow. Of a season. Okay. That is definitely, yeah. I mean, that show sounds really interesting. I want to check that out. Did Also, you just reminded me that they're going to be doing, I think, either a new film or a television adaptation of The Time Traveler's Wife. Yes, exactly. Yes. So now time travel. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. So time traveling is in. I wonder if, if we're all just obsessed with like this idea of like what happened to our world. If only we could go back and, and save it from where it is now. And that's why it's such like a prominent theme in our media. Because, you know, there's there's trends that always happen um, in every form of art, whether it's like fashion or or media or even politics and crime. And, you know, you almost can like predict when a trend happens. Uh, But time travel, it sounds like was a huge trend in the 80s. And now, you know, 40 years later, we're circling back to it. Yeah, because all of these things back to the future, like you mentioned, Quantum Leap. Oh, these were all from the 80s. So it's really interesting. But yeah, I can't, I don't think the only other thing that I was going to ask you is if there's any news on the Avatar Lost Airbender. Because I remember when we did all those news minisodes, most of those we've, we've covered since. But I don't, I've not heard anything on the Lost Airbender Netflix show. Did they abandon it? No, they didn't abandon it. But also, I also have not heard anything of it um i'm trying to look some things up here um no i have not heard about netflix and <laughs> if the light is still green to go project still green to go wow i want it's just it, i mean it's a huge endeavor to do like the last airbender as a live action <clears throat> maybe also after uh cowboy bebop didn't do as well as they wanted they were like eh. yeah did you see that Cowboy Bebop? We covered it. Yeah, we covered it, right? We covered it, yeah. yeah but I, I don't think you were there for that one. No, I, didn't, I wasn't there for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the option to be like, I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's some also, you know, last thing I want to say, because uh, we're running out of time on my Zoom link, unfortunately. Let me mark that up on my timeline. Um, is that there's some films that are coming out that don't necessarily qualify for a remake, reboot, or revival. But we've seen these representations on film before, right? There's an Elvis movie coming out. Yes. And there is a Marilyn Monroe movie coming out, um, which is based on a book that I actually really want to read. Maybe I'll pick it for my book club. We've seen Elvis's life on film before. We've seen Marilyn Monroe's life on film before. Is that technically... A remake? Is it a remake of her life, his life? Is it a reboot of their lives? Is it a revival of their lives? You know, like, are we pushing it if we cover these things? Uh, that's the question I have for myself, for you, and for our listeners, too. What do you think, Eddie? It's, also, it's very interesting. It almost falls between the spaces, between the R's. Yeah. Reboot, revival, remake, you know, this kind of space. Because I think maybe it's like a, maybe a renewal of our love. Mm. for these icons mm-hmm. um and we and, and like um to revive their story again and yeah you know and because no matter what they they they're very much part of our culture absolutely you know and 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 they still it still echoes you know yeah of, 
of of the great work that they they have done throughout their lives, and also the fact that their lives ended so tragically. Yes. And yes. how we always feel about people who die too soon. Um, it's like what what could have they done? You know, if they they had more years or if things didn't go that you know that way, what what could have else could have been contribute? Um, Absolutely. I mean, so I, I think it's more like a renewal of our our passion. I our think so too. Interests. I mean, I do want to cover it because I love them both. And mm -hmm. if I were to say, you know, the two at least pop culture icons that I think represent the 20th century are Elvis Presley and Marilyn Monroe. Um, they completely changed the game. And when they entered, you know, the, the media sphere or whatever you want to call it. And ever since then, everything has changed. And they also, like you said, are a representation of how much all this, even though they're so beautiful and everyone loves them and hangs them on their walls till this day, there's also such hardship and such just awfulness under it. I mean, they both almost got ruined by it and they both were died very early because of these careers and because of the fame and because of the idolization, you know? So it's like a weird thing where it's kind of like Shirley Jackson's The Lottery almost. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, it's so it's just, it's a fascinating thing to think about uh, when you also think about these two. And, and I also think that they're both kind of misunderstood in some ways, more so Marilyn. Um, and people don't really kind of realize the raw talent she was um, besides being a ravishing woman. So bombshell. Yeah. A bombshell creating almost, almost a term. I think I know Jean Harlow. I don't know if she was during her time uh, was considered a bombshell, but yeah. So I want to cover it. Maybe, you know, it's, it's our fucking podcast. We can do whatever we want. So maybe we will <laughs> anything for me to talk mm -hmm. about Elvis or Marilyn, but uh, yeah. So we will be back next week covering Firestarter. And from there, it's just going to be kind of action packed this summer and spring. Yeah. The, it's a fire starter for sure because it's just going to be crazy and uh maybe we'll do a top five ranking of stephen king movie adaptations we covered who knows maybe mm, and uh, my favorite <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna have some guests back on too for some future ones that we've had on this year so mm. it's it's gonna be exciting times this summer so uh and rolando will be back he'll be back so join us as we continue on this endeavor for this podcast and this is going to be Eddie's first time saying it, oh so I'm god. excited. Oh my god, I hope I don't mess up. I hope I don't mess. <laughs> Until next time, stay in original. original. I think you did it. I think we did it beautifully. All right. See you guys next week. Bye.